So Joe Polana asks, worst thing for a child to witness at Disney World? The unstoppable tide of capitalism manifest in a mega corporation bankrupting middle class families? <laughs> or a mascot taking off his mask so he can more easily smoke crystal meth? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Okay, let's talk about Florida. I'm here this week with my guests, Sean Rosa. Hello. Ted Pettingill. Hello. And Sarah Morgan. Hello. Sarah, thank you so much for coming in. It came a very long way. Yeah. Sarah lives here. Okay. And Ted and Sean came over after the debate. They live here too. They yep. live. Well, now they do. Are you guys moving in? Uh, if you'll have us. We have a spare room. You yeah. guys have to share the room, though. That's fine. That, <laughs> hell yeah. Okay. Cool. So this week's show will be about Florida. Has everybody here been to Florida? Yes. 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 No. You've never been to Florida. I've never been to Florida. Of all the places I've been. Let's take Ted to Florida on our next roommate vacation. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> now that we all live together, this shouldn't be hard to coordinate. <laughs> Harry Potter world. I just got to oh, get yeah, my Harry passport done, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only if Florida breaks off from the U.S. We're going to smuggle Ted away. across the wall into Florida. Mm. It'll be fine. I mean, if... We build a wall and it cut Florida off. Would you be all right with that? Like, would it be worth building a wall? I have friends in Florida, Sean. To... So, no? I would not be okay with it. Okay. Has anybody actually ever driven to Florida? I feel like most people just fly there. I've driven yeah. to Florida so many times. Yeah. Mm. That was the first vacation that I ever took with my family. We, this is what I remember from it. We went to Disney. I was probably eight years old and we drove there in our car the whole way with me my two brothers in the back seat and like a little car it was a like sixth generation dodge charger so not like the sporty one that everybody thinks of but it looks like a gremlin Mm -hmm. and uh my grandmother gave us some coloring books and some uh crayons and all of that melted in the (laughs) well the book didn't melt but all the crayons are just like a big pot like just a melted pot of colors uh when we got to florida and uh my father got pulled over by the police on the way uh he inadvertently ran from the police for about eight miles (laughs) he didn't realize they were behind (laughs) he didn't realize it was like a a... slow speed chase (laughs) yeah well it was high speed but he unknowingly was in a high speed chase um and then yeah then he got a big ticket i went to disney and that was nice what was your experience with Florida, Sarah? Well, my grandmother lived in Florida when I was growing up. My mom's mom had moved there from Connecticut to live with her parents. And we used to go there. My mom would, like, put me on a plane when I was a little kid, like, by myself. And the flight attendants would, like, put me on the plane and then walk me off the plane to visit my grandma. And she lived in a trailer park, and I thought it was super cool that her house had wheels 
and also they had a pool and there were no other children there so it was all mine and I thought it was great <laughs> what a strange experience like being like carted on and off an airplane to go to a trailer park yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's vacation yeah no I loved it that's a true Florida her vacation, house was though. just yeah. like a hallway with rooms yes I've been in trailers before. let me no wait let me let me explain to you what this is um. <laughs> Now, no. when you landed at the airport, did they take you from the airplane directly to a helicopter that flew you over to the... <laughs> oh, there's a limo waiting, obviously. The landing pad on your grandma's trailer. <laughs> well, that was back in the day when you could come through security, so she would just be standing there waiting for uh, me when yes. I got there. Very the nice. trailer was waiting for you on the tarmac? Yeah, she would, she would bring it there. No, but then we would go to a restaurant that was magic-themed, oh. and that was fun, too. I'm, I have That's great nice. memories of Florida. How old were you? I was like five. And you loved magic when you were five? Loved magic. Oh. Yeah. Are you mm. sure that wasn't just like a TGI Fridays and you're like, how are they making all this wacky shit <laughs> hang on the wall? They made you say open sesame to get into the restaurant. Mm, that is magic. The hostess's mm. job was to be like, oh, I don't know. This doesn't look like a door. <laughs> was it like a false wall? Was yeah. It... Oh, really? Oh, it looked like stone, and you had to be like open sesame, and she'd be like, woo, and the doors would like roll open. Yeah, just hope there's never a fire where you have to uh, escape the building in an emergency. <laughs> Hopefully there are back doors. I, I don't That part of it is. <laughs> but when you got in, there must have been like, exit signs not i'm just, sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> camouflaged doors on as the a inside. kid that wasn't yeah, what you, i was you that you still had to say in. open sesame before the, uh, <laughs> the fire exit would open 100 people died in a tragic fire <laughs> that actually sounds like a great restaurant if you're five years old i loved it yeah all the waiters had to be magicians and what did they do what were, like, what were the pull tricks that they scarves out of their sleeves yeah. like make stuff appear on the table that was really done by like buttons like they there was stuff that they, happened like, pull a rabbit out of a hat murder it in front of you and then serve it no oh. that doesn't sound fun at all okay well it seems you know yeah there was a volcano in there oh, i don't know it was fun okay that's no. what i remember as a kid about florida what no. was the name of the place do you remember i don't remember okay. no they they would saw a lady in half at the table and then you would eat <laughs> off half a lady <laughs> Um, we somewhere we have. If a anybody knows of the name of this of place, it. if you've been there in Florida, Florida, please send it. We in. can ask my mom because I feel like my parents hated it. Well, your parents listen to this podcast, obviously. I don't think that they do. Oh, my in-laws do not listen to. <gasps> they say they do, but they also have it confused with your album. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Houdini's, but that's also what they called the Martinis. Ooh. All right. I like it. Sean Rosa, what was your experience going to Florida? Um, just, uh, super young going to like Disney Universal Studios. Yeah. That's it. Really nothing. I didn't get the, the real Florida <laughs> experience. I got the, the fake tourist trap. Like, Hey, look at what's happening. We're, where we like built everything. Yeah. That's cool. You know, look, it's the Batmobile. Yeah. So are you excited to go to Disney? How old are you? I think I was like four or five. Oh, so you didn't even really. So I don't even like concept, no, probably. no, and I, I like vaguely remember going. Sure. Yeah. All I I just know that there's probably some pictures of me like, like in like Jaws's mouth or whatever, <laughs> just doing like the, doing the whatever, doing doing the Disney thing. That my we have the best picture, most embarrassing picture of my younger brother in 
Disney when we were kids because he was like four years old. He was like that perfect age. And um, he's in like a little sailor outfit. Aww. And he's in the he's dancing to the song Dancing in the Street like during one of the parades. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I never seen this? I've I seen will show so it many to pictures you of you guys. Next time that we go to my parents' house. Now, when your brother was four years old, did he still have a goatee and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like forearm tattoos? <laughs> yeah, that was he was born like that. He was wearing that cowboy hat that he wore when we went to Universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he popped out like that. He was born that way. Mm. Now, let me ask you this. Why is it that the Florida man thing is such a big thing in the news? Because surely all of this crazy shit happens in every state. But Uh, it's only reported mm. as being from a certain state when it's in Florida. Do you know, do you, do you, is this like a setup question? No, this is, no, no, no. So you you don't actually know the reason why? I want to know the reason. Because like, so uh, there's, this is the actual reason why. Florida has what are called sunshine laws. And it's basically any sort of police, uh, like any and all of the police reports are released to the media. Like where oh. in like yeah. every other state, like the police will like put out like a like a press briefing, like yeah, like this person was arrested. This is how old they are. This is where they live. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in like Florida, every part of the police report gets released to the press. So it's wow. like man was arrested, high on crystal meth, had lit his lawn on fire, which is not illegal, but he also. Uh, waved his dick at some kids, and <laughs> it's like flaming meth head uh, burns lawn, burns lawn, <laughs> and wave, waves dicks, dick at kids, and that's like what becomes the headline. Yeah. Okay, so it's just that the media gets access to every part of the story. Yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily the I case mean, everywhere else. I think that's that's super interesting. I didn't know that, but also I think like people are outside way more in Florida because of the weather, so there's just more opportunity to do crazy shit. I lived there for five years yeah it's also like hot and humid and like booze hits you a little bit harder in that sort of condition and lots of people move to florida to be like kind of beach bums at least where i lived in florida down in saint pete yeah i lived in saint pete and when i was working at a restaurant like there was a guy that i worked with that just chose not to have a home i mean like he had a steady job and rent was super cheap and he'd be he would just like hang out all night where would he sleep Beach? At, at a beach. Where yeah. Would, oh God. He would have me like give him a ride after work and I would just like drop him off at a beach bar and then he would be at work the next day like basically clean and ready to go. So yeah, I think he was just like a super smooth dude and he would just go home with a different lady every night. Maybe. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. He introduced himself to my parents as their future son-in-law when I was like 19 and he was probably 40 and they were not big fans of him. <laughs> but... <laughs> So what's the worst thing to ever come out of Florida? That drug that made people eat people's faces is pretty bad. Bath salts. Bath salts. Bath salts. I think that's Thank an you. urban legend. <laughs> like, no, that no, somebody, somebody did, did attack somebody, somebody really. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think they were actually high on bath salts. I think they were just drunk. They were just <laughs> They're ju- just drunk on that sweet sweet Florida rum. I think Jimmy mm. Buffett's pretty awful. He came from Florida, right? I don't know. Um, I've uh, I've never been able to work this into a bit, and forgive me if I've said this on previous podcasts, but uh, I believe that uh, Jimmy Buffett is the proof that 
uh, my parents' generation failed. Because <laughs> they were just like, we're the hippies. We're all about free love and doing drugs and drinking and partying. And then they all just got shitty fucking real jobs. And then once a year... They're like, let's go to a Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett co- concert. Let's go to cheeseburgers in paradise. And like, yeah. and like Jimmy Buffett is just living that lifestyle that they wanted for themselves, and he's, they they can't do it, but he charges them like, a hundred and fifty dollars a ticket to like, oh. hang out in the parking lot and pretend like they're yeah. not fucking corporate stooges. All right, here's a question that I want you guys to take a crack at. What is the average life expectancy in Florida? Oh, I bet it's like it's either like way above or way below the national average. Because like a lot of people move to Florida to retire. Yeah, you're gonna be seventy by the time that you move there. So So, like, there's a lot of old people that live there. But I feel like if you're just born and raised there, there's like a there's a there's a live fast die young uh, (laughs) mentality. New Hampshire of the South. Well, I've often Live heard New, I've also, I've, I've often heard New Hampshire described as the deep south of the far north. So, yeah. I, being from the deep south, that seems accurate. Um, just throw a number out there. Life expectancy. I say eighty-three. Okay, Sarah says eighty-three. Two alligator attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and those happen once a year. So Ted says two years old. I'm gonna say. Uh, 72? And what did you say? I said 83. Okay, so Sarah is the closest. Oh. It is 79.4 wow. It says, uh, it's the 23rd highest life expectancy among all U.S. states, which is a nice way of saying it's right in the right middle. middle. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Sarah, tell me the story of swimming with the manatees. Oh, that's a good story. I thought you were going to oh, ask when my friend's boat sank and the Coast Guard had to save them because that's no. also a good story. No, but we went to Crystal River when I was in college, which is um, it's a it's a freshwater river, but it's where the ocean kind of meets the river. And there's some kind of power plant there that makes the water warm. Um, <laughs> so the manatees go there when the water when the weather gets cold. So they go into the river to warm up. And you can go and, like, snorkel with them or scuba dive. So I went to Crystal River when I was in school to see the manatees. And I was with my friend Mike. And we, like, went to – we like, you can they, they take you out on a pontoon boat. And you put on this gear and everything. And you're, you're snorkeling with these manatees. And they're everywhere. And they're just, like, these massive gray bodies in this kind of, like – brackish water so everything's a little cloudy but they're super friendly you can like Mm. pet them if they come up to you they they're like puppies they like want you to like scratch them and stuff so we've been like swimming with these manatees for a while and my friend mike um accidentally pet a very fat woman in a gray wetsuit because he was (laughs) very close to her and he said when he was telling me what happened he like turned his head and the side of her body filled his field of vision through his like snorkeling mask so he just reached out and like scratched her side because the manatees like when you scratch them and she did not like it And oh. um, then we proceeded to give him shit for that for the next three years of school. And Yeah. Yeah. It's he probably doesn't listen to this podcast, but I kind of hope he does because it's still funny to me. This yeah, thing. tell him to listen to this one. All right. Well, that's our Florida episode. 
Did you know they grow oranges there? I've heard that. Mm. They're the leading citrus producer. In the world? In the United States. States. Maybe California is ahead of them. California grows a lot of citrus, but yeah, Florida. But Florida is probably a better... Climate for it. Yeah. yeah. Wetter. Yeah. I mean, it's more have... moist. The... Moist. There's a whole thing moist. like Florida is technically a rainforest, but like the, they don't want to give the, the federal government doesn't want to give them rainforest protection, so it's like <laughs> sub rainforest. Huh. But yeah. the Everglades are a rainforest. I've never yeah. been to the Everglades. So, in your case, they're more like the Neverglades. But that was funny, Sean. <laughs> okay, I think we've got it all. Neverglades, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that pun. Uh, so next up is the debate. We're going to be debating Florida this week. So stick around. Check it out. Go Eckerd Tritons. All right, so we're about to get into the debate, but before we do that, I wanted to remind you that we record these live at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy every Friday night at 7 p.m. We also have a stand-up comedy show in Quincy at Maggie's Lounge as well. That's at 8 p.m. on Monday nights. So come down and join us sometime, 609 Washington Street, Quincy. Hi, everybody. How are you this evening? Cool. Welcome to the Florida show. So yeah, tonight we'll be talking about Florida. The categories are theme parks, because they got a few of those there. Wildlife. Florida man, which 90% of the questions you guys sent in were Florida man questions. Um. Official, this just will have to do with basically like things like what's the state bird, uh, the slogan, stuff like that. Um, anything that could be an official thing of Florida could be in there. And then wild card, which is all Florida, man, because I couldn't fit. <laughs> all Florida, man, in there. Florida, man, can't be contained. So... Here we go. Starting up the bracket. First up tonight, everybody, please welcome Izzy DeRosa and Theo Constantino. Your question is from May Keith. She asks, which Florida man headline are you more likely to live out? Florida man arrested for DUI after mistaking bank drive through for Taco Bell. <laughs> or... Florida man pulled over for DUI, does cartwheel while telling cops about how much Chardonnay he drank. I would say the Taco Bell drive-thru because I've also done that here. There's not much. To be fair, the screens have a lot of options. And when you're drunk, you're just like, yeah, I'll pay 20 bucks for Taco Bell. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, and I can't do a cartwheel, so <laughs> I did last time, and it hurt real bad. Uh, I would do the cartwheel and brag about my Chardonnay consumption, because little known fact, I actually used to be a competitive cheerleader, so the <laughs> thank you. 
the last, the only skill I have left is probably a cartwheel. But if I do it for a cop, odds are I'm going to pass that roadside test. So. So, true story. I also was a cheerleader in high school, and I had to quit for science fair. I got super drunk and went to a Taco Bell, which ended up being a Century Bank. Why did I quit? <laughs> One time I went through a Taco Bell drive-thru. I was the passenger, but I puked in the drive-thru in front of a police officer. So I don't want to let that happen again. I'm going to do some exercise for the police, and I'm going to tell them about the importance of fermented grape juice. <laughs> and maybe we'll start talking about travel, so we're, we'll no longer be in Florida after that. Wow. Those are two good, a uh, lot of good points there, but I do like that Izzy was trying to get us out of Florida. So I'm going to hand the win to Izzy DeRosa. <laughs> Next up, everybody, please welcome Alan Richardson and Sean Duffy. <laughs> Alan, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay. Hey, can I throw out a tidbit before we start? Yeah, sure. Does anyone know? Uh, it, it's, I, the answer shocked me. Does anyone know how many presidents of the USA were born in Florida? Zero. <laughs> okay. Sean, what category would you like? Theme parks, wildlife, or wild card? I'll go with the uh, Florida Man option disguised as wild card, Sean. Wild card. Okay, this is actually about a Florida man, but not about a headline. Okay. Your question is from Liz Esty. She asks, which character trait is the better reason for my uncle to live in Florida? Collecting samurai swords or never working a real job? I'm going to say samurai swords. I got to, thank you. Thank you very much. Because never, well, you got you to gotta retire to Florida. I don't really know how you do that, never working a real job. But the swords also, it seems like very helpful. Now, I don't know, I've never really spent more than a trip to Disney World at Florida. I heard... There's a good amount of creatures that you're going to have to fend for yourself. <laughs> and a lot of people as well. Some old people you're going to have to fend off. Collecting the swords might be helpful. You might run into a, a lot of you might run into a lot of Florida men. And that's something you're going to have to watch out for. I don't think you can fend them by never having a real job. You might be successful with samurai swords. You might be. I don't know. You can really have a samurai sword in any state. If anything, South Dakota is the samurai sword state. Because just swinging around, nothing's going to happen. Now, here's the thing. Okay, Florida. We got meth plants, okay? You can dispose of bodies to alligators. You can rob the old blind. There is Cuba right there. You can run people. You can run drugs. You do not need a real job. <laughs> Everything I said is specific to Florida. Are there old people up here? Sure, but they're already mad. You go to Florida, they're half asleep because the humidity, that's the only, that's, they go there because like freezing us will keep us alive. Let's go here and let us die. 
You walk in, steal their fucking jewelry, steal their Cadillac. They're old. They don't know. You don't need a job. Buy a samurai sword, but you don't need to collect them. Go to South Dakota if you're going to collect samurai swords. I've never robbed an old person or the blind without a samurai sword, I'll have you know. It's, I know it looks easy, but the blind are tricky. And the old people, I don't know. And also, if you're going to rent things in Cuba and all that stuff, I think you're going to need a samurai sword. Not so much a real job. I think that already is a real job. We can have this debate another time. Stealing, stealing from old people, some people might not respect that. That's cool. I think you do get a W-2, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but you're going to need a sword most of the time. If you're running drugs with a samurai sword, you're just going to get shot. That's, like, it's, that's the simple answer for that. And also, Florida man, right? Eating people's faces, eating those bath salts. Have you ever watched The Walking Dead? Everyone with a sword eventually dies. Florida will eat your face off and steal your sword. Spoilers, I'm sorry. <laughs> samurai swords are useless. Rob old people of their Cadillacs. Hide 18 Cupids in the trunk. All right. Well, Alan, I mean, you gave the spoilers out there. But, but hey, hey, in fairness, if you're still watching The Walking Dead, that's on you, okay? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, does she die? Because I didn't know that. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I stopped watching that, like, five years ago. It sucks. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to hand the win here to Alan Richardson. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Nick Ortolani. <laughs> Bill, do you want to go first or second? Second, okay, Nick, you can pick from theme parks or wildlife. Uh, let's go with wildlife. Okay. Your question is... Um, the most dangerous animals in Florida are um, number six, a wild boar. Number one is actually spiders. Uh, so which would you rather find climbing up your living room wall? I would rather find a wild boar climbing up my living room wall because then I have something I can sell tickets to. <laughs> spiders climbing up your living room walls, that's something that you see every day and also in your nightmares, but a boar climbing up your living room wall, that's the kind of thing you could only see in like German art house movies in the 1980s. And also, that's like, listen, I feel like I could reason with a boar, all right? Uh, pigs. The pig family in general has a lot of emotional centers. I feel like I could become friends with it. And I don't want just any old attack boar. I'm going to pick a boar that is nimble, that has the grace of a ninja, uh, and uh, more boars kill people than sharks. Did you know that? More boars kill people than sharks every year. So I want something that isn't limited by the water or... Hmm. Also, I could eat the boar if I get bored with it. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could eat a spider, but I've done that, and it's not fun. <laughs> Time. You brought the other uh, mic stand. That's nice. Uh, 
I'm, I'm sorry that Sarah has left again and that we're stuck with this fucking board and whatever this, whatever you dress like. Uh, and fucking spiders aren't animals, they're arachnids. We covered this before in an earlier class and if you go back and you fucking listen to the discography, you'll hear it. And fucking, what do you mean you can't sell tickets? Fucking arachnophobia was huge. I saw it in the theater, and then I realized I do not care for spiders, and probably shouldn't have. What was the other thing? Boars? Wild boar. Yeah. That's a pig, you know that? Did you guys know that? I know that. I know that from playing uh, Red Dead Redemption, so... Don't ever let anybody tell you that video games didn't teach me anything, because you can get bacon from a boar, did you know that? I mean, you gotta kill it. Time. You give so little and so much to rebut against. It's so, it's confusing every time. Uh, spiders are, in fact, animals, and you could sell tickets to that, but you would only attract the most broken of people. Uh, anybody who wants to pay to see a room full of spiders should have to stay in that room forever. You want to go see a climbing pig. Time. We also covered kink shaming. Don't give me shit, because I want to spend my fucking time paying somebody to let me hang out in a room full of spiders. I don't give you shit for uh, liking stuff. What the fuck? Cut this. I don't even want this. Shut it down. All right. I gotta hand the win to Bill McMorrow. You're right, nobody did make a spider pig reference. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Laura Clark and Robbie Finan. Okay, Laura, would you like to go first or second? Okay, Robbie, your question is going to be about theme parks. Oh boy. Okay, your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, should SeaWorld free their whales or attempt to gather every whale and become the only whale destination in the world? <laughs> you got a free willy. Uh, you got to free all the whales. Because let me tell you, I'm going to pander the crowd here. The progressive revolution is coming. Any monopolies are going to be broken up within the next five years. You can't have a monopoly on all the whales. That's a bad <laughs> business model. That's going to be shut down. Now, you got to free the whales. You know, I like the animals. Got to support our nature. Let them run free, swim free, I guess. But, yeah, monopolies aren't going to be a thing in the next decade. So that's just bad business. Okay, so the progressive reasoning behind not gathering all the whales is strictly business related. Uh, okay, 
I think that they should attempt to gather all the whales because whales are very smart and when you get more and more of them together concentrated in one place, they're gonna communicate with each other. They're gonna bust up that Monopoly whale style and I think they're gonna do a better job than our progressive movements have been doing. We're just so anemic, you know? Whales, on the other hand, they're eating krill. They're like getting huge. The small ones are the size of pianos. They like SeaWorld, they got like poor planning skills. They fill up these tanks with killer orcas. Suddenly the glass is busting out. You got orcas all over the place, killing trainers, doing their thing like they're supposed to. So you're right, whales are really smart. In fact, they're smarter than us. Have you seen uh, the, the, the recent events in humanity in general? Um, if you get all of them in one place, they're gonna, they're gonna communicate, they're gonna conspire, they're gonna reproduce when they're all, that's like an Olympic village of whales. You know, how, you know what goes on in the Olympic village. You're gonna have more whales than people, they're gonna take over the world, you're gonna have a planet of the ape situation, but it's gonna be planet of the whales. You're gonna have Charlton Heston crying on a beach instead of trying to give us guns. It'll just be a mess. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Start with trying to consolidate the whales. See where that gets you, SeaWorld. Uh, I think we've come to a really nice agreement here. <laughs> All right, I gotta hand the win here to Laura Clark. <laughs> Next up, everybody please welcome Liz, Esty, and Katney. Okay, uh, Liz, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Second. Okay, Kate, you can pick anything except Florida Man. Let's do wild card. This is from Theo Constantino. Okay. He asks, would you rather build a vape store next to your gun store or a gun store next to your gun store? God, that's a great question. I think, um, you know what, I think I'd rather um, open a vape store next to my gun store so that while I'm buying a gun, my kids have something to do. <laughs> The more I think about it, that's actually a fucking great idea. <laughs> and, and I might, I just got a refund. That might be what I do with it. So. Definitely a gun store next to the gun store. Um, my aforementioned uncle who lives in Florida is a proud member of the NRA. And I think he has some uh, fellow members there. So we can definitely make a ton of money. Side note about whales. How did no one bring up Star Trek for the voyage home? Okay, thank you. We're talking about whales, we're talking about Star Trek. Um, sorry, back to guns, guys. Uh, that's why we're really here. Yeah. Um, Florida, right? Uh, who loves guns more than Florida? Very few people. Very few people. All right. That's 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 totally true. T 
totally true. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I saw that Star Trek movie, <laughs> the whale one. I wish I had known earlier before I went in that it was going to be about whales. Had it been about vaping, I might have enjoyed that movie. <laughs> but the whales, I'm sorry, the they, they lost me at that one. But again, so yeah, I would have a gun store, a vape store, and maybe like a bakery. Time. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to do after you buy a gun? Buy more guns. This is America! Um, or rather, this is Florida. Is it part of America? We don't know. Okay. Wow. Solid. Solid case. Uh, but I think I have to hand the win here to Kate Nee. Yeah, she won because she made fun of Star Trek. Because she found a longer, more eloquent way to say, nerds. God. <laughs> it is upside down now, you're right. Okay. Next up, <laughs> everybody, please welcome May Keith and Jim Bowes. Okay, May, do you want to go first or second? Second, Jim, you can pick from theme parks, wildlife, or official. Uh, I've never been to one, so theme park. Your question is from Chloe Cunha. She asks, which quintessential Florida tourism job would you rather have? Swamp tour airboat driver or mascot at Disney World? That is a tough one. Um, I, I got to say, I, I got to go... I, I think the mascot thing would be funnier, but I got to go with my gut and my heart, and that would be a uh, swamp driver. Um, I mean, I don't know how they work, but those fucking fan boats are unbelievable. If I could drive one of those fan boats and bring people with me, and like, I got to assume if I'm giving those tour guys, I know how to wrestle alligators. That's pretty cool. Um, I get to wear a sleeveless shirt in my job. That's pretty cool. Pants are optional. That's pretty cool. And I got all these dumb Florida girls coming through my uh, tour, and, uh, you know, might be uh, fun little perks. And, uh, and I'll also get some perks from the guys. Right. Uh, just to be clear, he is going to serial kill those women. <laughs> I went on a couple of airboat tours when I was in Florida, and absolutely, those guys are serial killers. Um, but no, it checks out. I did see a guy wrestle an alligator, and he was like about your height, and he had overalls on, but no shirt underneath. So yeah, everything else was right. That was on the money. Um, no, yeah, I would absolutely go with mascot, because I've heard that basically you're a slave to Disney World when that happens. It's true. They pay you like $11 an hour, but they charge you like $15 an hour for room and board, so you just get trapped there forever and ever. <laughs> and that's why there are so many ghosts all throughout Disney World. Uh, it's a miserable place. Um, it's kind of fun to go to and go on the Avatar ride. I mean, that was all right. But being there and working there, that's hell. On Good Friday, as a Catholic, I want to let everyone know that what you suffer on Earth, you get to just go straight to heaven. <laughs> so be a mascot, not a serial killer. Spend your time, time. in hell. Uh, 
Uh, uh, the thing about serial killers is they move around a lot. So I really wouldn't be able to say stay in Florida and keep my job. I think um, the reason why us fanboat uh, tour guide, swamp guide, give you the uh, serial killer vibe is just to scare away the skittish ones. <laughs> and we get the brave ones to keep us company. And uh, I couldn't deal with that head being on all day long in the hot theme park. And uh, there is no heaven. Sorry, but this is it. Uh, no, I mean, he's right again. There is no heaven. But I just want to point out that he wants to remove people's heads. This man is a serial killer. Uh, the Everglades go on for thousands and thousands of miles, so he could get away easily. And on an airboat, that's like pretty fast, I think. Uh, quick, quick fun fact, I Googled it. There are over a million alligators in Florida, so he's going to kill everyone and keep feeding them. I'm just going to live my life as a mascot and probably smoke meth, because I think that's what they do. Time. <laughs> All right. I hand the win here to Maykee. All right. Hey, that's round one. So we are at the no contest portion of the show where I read questions that didn't quite make it onto the show. This first question is from Mike B. Giordano. He asks, better wife material, sister or cousin? <laughs> this next one's from Joe Polana. He asks, how old were you when you realized Florida was just Florida? I w it happened now <laughs> for me. I just learned that. This one is from Ken Green. He asks, is it mandatory for Florida man to commit his crimes naked, or is that just an added perk? <laughs> this one's from Bill McMorrow. He says, Sean, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> Short, but I think I nailed it. This next one's from Allison Dick. She just asks, how's your day going, Sean? Thank you, Allison. You know, nobody takes a moment to ask how I'm doing. And it's great. It's been uh, 575 days since I've been in Florida, so things are getting better. <laughs> things are getting better. Um, all right. There are four people left in the debate at this point. So next up, please welcome Alan Richardson and Izzy DeRosa. <laughs> Izzy, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Alan, you can pick from anything except for Florida Man or Official. Oh, let's do wildlife. Okay. Sean, please, thank you. Wildlife. Luckily, uh, we don't live in Florida, but if you had to have your home state overrun by one of these invasive species, which would you rather it be? Iguanas or tourists? Which one I'd rather have it overrun by? Yeah. Well, you know, how many people here have stomped an iguana to death? Okay, okay, good. Now, how many people had a fun time doing it? <laughs> now, what is fun, robbing tourists blind. <laughs> yeah, 
They can overrun the state. I am so poor economically, I don't exist. If they overrun the state, I'm just going to weave through the night on my bath salt mine, just in the shadows, picking people's wallets, taking their cars, eating babies, blaming on alligators. Sorry, Dad. I, I ate that baby. But um, <laughs> overrun it with tourists. I want to hit shit with a car. I've never done it before. Uh, I want it overrun with iguanas because I think tourists uh, can be a little bit useless. You could rob them, but this is the United States of America we're talking about. So we could militarize the iguanas <laughs> and use them for financial gain. There is so much money in the war industry that I think that if we created an army of iguanas, we would be set. What are we going to do with tourists? With Bob in his cargo shorts and his uh, floral shirt and his red visor. What are we going to do? His, you know his wife holds the wallet anyways. And what are you going to do, Alan? Rob a woman? No. Of course. I always, all the time. Uh, surprising uh, Izzy forgot her MAGA hat, I guess. Uh, See, my whole thing is he's, I'm not trying to militarize the country any more than we already have, okay? We're going to kill the iguanas. We can do it. But what we can do with tourists, hit them with our car, okay? Shoot them with a gun. Hit them with a samurai sword. Use them to test out new meth, okay? <laughs> Look at New York City. New York City's overrun with tourists. Time. Best yeah, New York City is overrun with tourists, and it smells so bad. And I wouldn't wear a MAGA hat. I would wear a MEGA hat. Make iguanas great again. <laughs> and I think that would be what's necessary. All right, I got to hand the win to Izzy DeRosa. It was actually all the baby eating talk. <laughs> I was like, two is enough, but if he talks about eating a baby a third time, we're getting banned from this place. <laughs> all right. Next up, everybody, please welcome May Keith and Laura Clark. Okay, May, would you like to go first or second? Second, please. Second, okay. Um, Laura, you could pick from wild card or theme park. Uh, wild card, please. Okay. Your question is from Liz Esty. She asks, which news story is more purely Florida? Astronaut diaper lady? Uh, you guys remember that story, right? Okay, I don't have to explain. Okay. Or, Florida man tried to run over son because he didn't want to take a bath. Wow. Okay, I'm going to say Florida man tried to run over son because he didn't want to take a bath. Uh, because Florida diaper lady, I think, starts like in the Midwest or something. She drove out to Florida to commit a murder that never happened while wearing a diaper. So most of her diaper wearing happened across these United States. Um, and she drove to Florida to do it, whereas this is a family, a father and son, who grew up, who are of Florida, um, who have 
whose the father was like, violence is the answer to your uncleanliness. Um, and like in Florida, like why would you wanna take a bath? Uh, like the air is a bath. Um, <laughs> And there are so few rules and regulations that, like, that Florida man dad probably, you know, got, like, six months probation. Because um, just there's not enough regulations Time. against violence. All right. Well, so astronaut diaper lady may not have originated in Florida, but she was kind of homing in on where she really belonged. So there's that aspect of it. Uh, the other thing is that a guy running over his child because it wouldn't do something, that's just American. That's like a human experience. Like, have you ever been around a child and the child is like, like shaking babies is a thing for a reason. Clearly, most of you haven't spent time with children. It's... They're very, they're very willful, all right? And, and it can be difficult to make them do what they're supposed to do, like take a bath. Uh, so that could happen to anyone, is what I'm saying. And it's probably gonna happen to at least a couple people in this room. I don't think Alan's from Florida, but he's definitely gonna shake some babies if he ever has the chance. Okay. So yeah, shaking a baby is a, a very American thing. Also British, remember Louise Woodward? Um, but bringing machinery into it is so Florida. You're like, oh, I have this little prejudice against someone. Most of the rest of the country, you shake them, you slap them, you maybe you bring out the belt. That's as far as you go for technology. In Florida, it's guns and it's cars. It's, you're filthy, I'll clean you with the front of my car. Uh, no, I, I really, I feel like the machinery thing, again, is American. It's actually like an industrial revolution thing. Back in the day, you didn't even need to use a car. You just sent your kid to the factory and they came home without limbs. So, again, it's, it's in our history and in our nature to make this as efficient as possible. Uh, diaper lady, she just knew where she belonged, all right? That's where she was going. She was, country roads were taking her home. Back to Florida, <laughs> where all the diaper garbage people belong. Time. All right. I got to hand the win here to May Keith. So, our finalists tonight, everybody please welcome Izzy DeRosa and May Keith. Okay, so May, do you want to go first or second? Second. Okay, so Izzy, I'm going to say uh, you could pick from uh, official or wildlife. Those are the only two left at this point. I'll do wildlife. Okay, so your question is from Chloe Cunha. She asks, who would win in a fight? A single alligator or an entire old folks home working together? Uh, the entire old folks' home working together. Because as we've seen, when they band together, they ruin things like elections and the country and all of that. So, so I'm going to go with them. That is a force to be reckoned with, Florida old people. They, are, they come in all different levels of crazy. You have some like baseline day-to-day -day crazy, and then you have... 
you know, someone who sits in the White House and tweets from his phone and spends his weekends in Florida. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get political. Uh, no, it's definitely the alligator because all the alligator has to do to win is turn on Fox News, walk away, shut the door, not lock it, and just be like, oh, it's locked, you're trapped inside now. Uh, and those Florida olds are gonna be too stupid to beat the alligator. Guys, alligators are unchanged for the last 100 million years, all right? These old people, they can't even stay up here when it's cold. They have to go down to Florida and vote Trump in and be racist and wear diapers and I guess they go golfing. I don't know what old people do in Florida. They rot and they die and the alligators are still gonna be here when we're all gone. I also think that alligator is like a Florida delicacy, right? I think it's probably a historic dish that all the old people enjoy at the old folks' home. And the only way to get it is the old-fashioned Florida way of wrestling it. So, since there's a whole bunch of them, of course they can take on one. Uh, old people are terrible at communicating, um, so they're not gonna be able to hunt an apex predator together. Uh, and B, they don't have teeth, all right? I don't eat meat, but I hear that alligator is very chewy. I don't think you can gum that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how eating meat works, but I think that you need teeth. I don't think you can just gum a hunk of alligator meat down. And if you try to, the alligator is gonna win because it has teeth. All right. Well, there's no way that I could choose this final one, so I'm gonna need you guys to help me out here. Go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group and click on the link, and you can pick either May Keith or Izzy DeRosa. So May Keith is A, and Izzy DeRosa is B. So make your choice now. And yeah, hey, um, so I have like one question left that I could ask somebody. Um, I guess if anybody wanted to volunteer to do another debate, Liz and Meg, okay. So we'll do that. Everybody, please welcome Meg Connolly and Liz Esty. Okay. Before we start this, uh, hey, make some noise if you voted already. Okay. Make some noise if you're still working on it. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Okay. Cool. Um, so, Liz, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. So, Meg, your question is from Joe Polana. This is a theme park hey, question. Joe. So, Joe Polana asks. Worst thing for a child to witness at Disney World? The unstoppable tide of capitalism manifest in a mega corporation bankrupting middle class families? <laughs> or a mascot taking off his mask so he can more easily smoke crystal meth? Oh, let me tell you. I have been to Disney World uh, and I've been a mascot. Whoa. Yeah, which mascot, you might ask? That would be McGruff, the crime-fighting dog. Oh, yeah, nothing for that. Criminals. Fine. Ah. 
I was McGruff the crime-fighting dog, and let me tell you, when I lifted up that mask, oh, all those special needs kids that, you know they're trying to you know, defund the Special Olympics? That's fucked, you know? <laughs> because then they can't be traumatized by McGruff the crime-fighting dog. And they'll just have to go to Disney World, I guess. I'm gonna take a page out of May's book and argue that you can see a mascot take its head off and smoke crystal meth anywhere, okay? <laughs> I mean, look, I was at the TD Garden the other night and that's what I saw, so. Um, no, it's definitely the unstoppable wave of capitalism. Jesus Christ, it's depressing. I mean, I only went to Disney World because my mom got a free room because she went to a conference. And my whole family went together in a tiny fucking room in the worst fucking Disney World resort. I can't even remember the name. And we were there together. Yes, that place. <laughs> fucking A, man. Fucking A. <laughs> And we were there in the free room, and it was it was dark, you know? So um, that, I mean, that was traumatizing to me as an adult. So, yeah. Yes. You know, I thought Kitar Bear didn't smoke crystal meth. That's who you saw the other day, right? He's a nice bear. Um, uh, man. I would just love to be in Florida, be a mascot, smoking crystal meth. Imagine if they had, in these costume heads, they have tiny fans. Let me tell you, the Patriots mascot has it too good. He had air conditioning coming out of his breath. But imagine if there was an apparatus in there so that you could just smoke the crystal meth as you're walking around the theme park. Time. Okay. Well, for going on like wearing head experiences, I was once Frosty the Snowman and I had to skate. Um, also, I had to deal with kids who were like, you're a woman, you're not Frosty. Um, and I was like, Frosty can be a woman. You can be anything you want to be. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to capitalism. It's fucking bleak, man. Have you seen how much money it costs to go to Disney World? Time. All right, hey, uh, I think you guys tied once again. What are the odds? Thank you for coming back up here. All right, and the results are in. You guys voted and you chose your winner. And our winner this evening is Izzy DeRosa. was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, that's our show for this week. Thank you for listening. And thanks for helping spread the word about the show. I noticed the downloads have been going upward lately, which means that you must have told some friends about it because you do not have the money to be advertising. We'd love it if you would come join us for a live show sometime. We're at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. doing these debates. You can also catch me at the Poor House in Boston on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. down in the basement hosting stand-up comedy. And we also have stand-up comedy at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Congrats to Izzy DeRosa for winning this week. 
And thanks to Matt Bedell for the artwork. You can check him out at Bedell was already taken on Instagram. So our next show will be about kids' books. So come down Friday, April 26th for our kids' books debate at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy.